basically, what I want to go over in today's call is I want to bust some weight loss myths. And I want to talk about some buzzwords that you guys hear all the time. And I want to kind of break them down. What do they mean? Are they actually a thing? Okay. And so we're a little bit clear on the language that you're exposed to all the time and what to believe and what not to believe. Okay. Because like I said, there's so much information out there. Okay. It's very important that we learn what to believe and, and what is true. Okay. So we can protect ourselves and make sure we do stay on the path of progress instead of uh, falling backwards and plateauing. Okay. So having said that, my ladies, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Think about your answer. Write down your answer. When I say the word toning, what do you think that means? When someone says, I want to tone up, I want to get toned, I want to look toned, what the hell does that mean? What do you think that means to you? By a show of hands, who wants to get toned? Who wants to be toned? Pretty much everybody. So what does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Give you a second. Priscilla, I'm gonna call on you. Unmute yourself. Hi. Hello, Priscilla, what do you think toning means? So I think it's like having a body that's not just floppy and having your muscles more defined and uh, those perfect abs that uh, we see and we dream off all the time. Beautiful, so we're talking firm and tight and defined, I like it. Let's see, Vicky, what do you think, Vicky? You're on mute, Vicky. I think, or turn your volume up maybe. See if it works. No, it's not working. No worries, Vicky. Go in the comments for me. Shoot in the comments. Let me go to Daphne. Unmute yourself, Daph. See if we can figure it out. Can you get it? <laughs> Technical difficulties, no worries. So I'll just move on. So guys, when I say toning, okay, here's the thing. When I talk to clients and I, when, I, when I talk to you ladies uh, and I ask you what's your goals, and if you guys, you remember back to the very first consultation call you guys had, we asked you what are your goals, right? It's important to make sure that we can help you with your goals and that our goals align. Um, and the most two common answers we get are lose weight and tone up, okay? But guess what? They're both the same thing. What? So it's so funny because I'll ask people and maybe you said this and they're like, oh, I don't want to lose weight. I just want to tone up. Has anybody said that before? Has anybody said, oh, I don't want to lose too much weight. I just want to tone up. Well, guess how you tone up? You got to lose weight. Okay. And it's important to know this because you need to know what your goals are. And then once you know what they are, you need to know how to get them. So you can't just use these fancy words and not truly, truly understand them because then there's, then you really have no idea how to get there. So basically toning. Okay. When you want to look toned, you want to look firm, you want to look tight, you want to look lifted and you want to see definitions. Like you want to see some lines in the tummy. You want to see some lines on your arms, right? That's what toning is. Okay. But how do you start to show off that definition ladies? You have to lose more fat. You have to burn more fat, period, okay? If you see a number on the scale and you say, I like that number, I wanna keep it there, but I wanna tone, you can't have both. If you still look at your body and say, I want to tone more, okay? That means you still have more body fat to lose. Is that clear? 
Does anybody realize that? Is anybody, was anybody confused on that before? Yeah, because I, all the time I'm like, I don't want to drop my weight, all right? We're too focused on the number on the scale. The number on the scale is very important because it's a great measuring tool and the beginning of your health journey, it will tell you uh, if you're on track or not. But the further you get, okay, and the further past, um, the further you make it past your sticking point, because we all have sticking points, we all know our sticking point, right? Whether it's three months of consistency, whether it's 10 pounds, then we stop, whatever our usual sticking point is, once we make it past that, you're not really familiar with that territory, right? Because you never really made it past there. So um, if you're looking at your body and you say, I, I don't want to lose weight, but I want to tone, well, you need to lose weight to tone, okay? Because right now, no matter how big or small, you have a layer of fat over your muscles that's stopping them from, from showing through and showing off the lines and definitions. Okay, so if you say I want to tone, that means you want to lose weight too. So do not get hung up on the number on the scale. Because here's the thing, think of your head, I want everybody to think in your head, what's the perfect number on the scale for you? What do you think the perfect number on the scale is? Let's see some comments. What do you think the perfect number on the scale is for you, for your body, for your height? What do you think it is? Let's see, I got some 135, 125, 65 kgs, 120, 75 kgs. So there are your numbers, but guess what? Take about 10 more pounds off of that, then you're near your goal weight, okay? Because people get afraid that the lower they get, the more sick they're gonna look, or the more loose they're gonna look. But as long as you're weight training during this time, and as long as you have resistance training and you're programmed properly and you're consistent in eating a diet high in protein, okay, because protein's important for building muscle and maintaining muscle, as long as you're doing those things, you can continue to drop body fat only, okay? And the more body fat you drop, the more toned you're going to look, okay? So I don't want you to get hung up on a number. Yes, it's important to have goals. I wanna lose 10 pounds, great, you get there. Then what, I wanna lose 10 pounds, great, you get there. But I don't want you to think you have an end goal on the scale, okay? Because we're gonna get you really lean. We're gonna get you leaner than you think. We're probably gonna get you lower than the number than you expect. If you expect to get to 120, we're probably gonna get you to 115, 110 before you're actually happy with the toning you're seeing. It usually happens lower than you think, okay? Because again, you've never made it past your sticking point. And you've never been this body composition at that weight before. So maybe you were 120 pounds five years ago, but your 120 pounds today is going to look different. Does that make sense, ladies? Are we following this? So just because you were 120 in the past doesn't mean you're going to look the same at 120 when you did, okay? And that's simply because we are building muscle. So muscle has some weight to it too. The more muscle you build, the more weight it adds, okay? So we might make it to 120 and you might love being toned. You might love the, 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 what the 120 looks like, okay? But... In the past, when you made it to 120, maybe you thought you were too skinny. Now the new 120 will look different. Is this clear, guys? Super important to wrap your head around because you don't want to get stuck on a number as your end goal. You want your, uh, obviously your health and energy and all of this to be your end goal, but you want a physical appearance to be your end goal because the scale, once you get to a certain level uh, of, a, of athleticism and fitness, the scale doesn't project what you look like. Has anybody said, oh, um, like my number looks, my number's heavier than I look. 
or the opposite. My number is lighter than I, than, than I look. Like I look heavier than the scale says, right? So, you know, no one ever says, oh, if you're 150, no one looks at you and says, oh yeah, you look like 150, right? No, it's very hard to guess somebody's weight because fat and muscle have different densities. So do, again, do not get hung up on a certain number on the scale. I want you guys to know it's supposed to go down in the beginning. Okay, it's supposed to continually go down until you get to a nice body composition where you're happy with the level of toning you've got. So the level of muscle being able to show through the fat. And then from there, we build muscle and that number changes and that number will probably increase. So it's good to have a baseline in our head. So that number you just put in the comments is great. Keep that in mind, that's what we're working towards, but don't get stuck that it's the be all, end all, okay? So keep that in mind. Really important that we kind of distinguish what toning means, because that word is thrown around all the time. Not just by you ladies, but by the fitness professionals, right? You're like, toning this, toning that, toning this. Um, but that basically, if you just want to tone, you gotta lose more fat. And how do you lose more fat, ladies? You just stick to something longer. That's it. That's it. There's no secret. There's not one exercise or one meal plan that's geared towards toning. All you have to do if you want to tone up is continue to burn fat for longer. That's why this is a long-term game. That's why we're trying to shift your mindset from 21 days to a lifetime. Okay. From the eight week Academy to a lifetime, wherever you are in your phases. Okay. Um, Casey put a question. What is the healthy range of body fat percentage? Good question, Casey. So generally for women, um, it depends on your height, um, but generally you want to be under 25. Under 25% body fat is healthy, okay? Um, most women who are in this program are 30 plus. And if you think you're not 30, think again, because fat is sneaky. Fat is sneaky. This is what five pounds of fat looks like. Okay, and I like to show this all the time. This is how much space it takes up, okay? And it's not just the stuff we can grab, it's stuff that's stuck to our organs, okay? So that's why I'm saying the number on the scale still can drop, even if you think you've reached your cap. There's still stuff we can burn off, okay, for health reasons, not just for aesthetics. Um, but yeah, 25 is healthy. Uh, low 20s, like 21 and 22, is very lean. That's when you get very, very, very toned and lean. And, and um, if you think of an athlete, that's what they usually are. Um, but 25 is a healthy range, okay? So if you have scale at home, um, the goal would be about 25, like a scale that reads body fat, okay? So now, that is your um, kind of definition of toning. So now we're all on the same page. Okay, now I want to ask you, um, what do you think cellulite is? First of all, who has it? I have some. Who has cellulite? Pretty much, yeah. Oh my goodness, everybody's got some cellulite. Okay, so what do you think cellulite is? What the hell is it? What is it doing there? So Vicky says fat, Courtney says fat, fat deposits. What do we think it is? Let's go to Melissa. Melissa, what do you think cellulite is? Melissa DeFrancisco? Oh my goodness. Press unmute. See if you can figure it out. Yeah. Hey. Hey, girl. What is cellulite? Uh, I think it's fat that's underneath the muscle or maybe around it. Okay. Okay, got it. So fat under or around the muscle. Let's see. Becky, what do you think cellulite is? Becky, what do you think that is? 
I've always just thought of it as just fat. Just fat. Cool. Yeah. Like yeah. All right. So you guys have a pretty good idea of what cellulite is. Um, so cellulite is literally, it's just fat. It's just fat, okay? Um, what causes the dimples is it's just genetics. It's how your body stores that fat, right? I have fat on my forearm, like this is fat, okay? It's not cellulite because my forearm doesn't wanna, doesn't wanna store it in dimples, right? Usually we get cellulite on our bum, on the back of our thighs and the side of our thighs. That is just where the body stores fat. And not just a normal amount of fat, but that's where the body stores excess fat. And that's how it stores excess fat. Okay, so usually cellulite is an indicator of excess fat. So when you have cellulite, you know that you have too much body fat. Okay, now um, can you get rid of cellulite? Absolutely. Okay, you just continue on your weight loss journey. Okay, uh, unfortunately, you cannot spot treat cellulite. So if you have cellulite on your thighs, you can't do 100 squats thinking it's going to go away, okay? Your body loses weight in the order that it wants to, okay? So think of the way that you put on weight. I put on weight in my stomach, in my face, and in my back first. So that's where I lose it first. But if I put weight on on my thighs last, I'm going to lose it on my thighs last. Therefore, my cellulite sticks around for longer. Therefore, you need to keep going for longer if one of your goals is to reduce cellulite. Is this making sense? Cool. So it's not, um, it's nothing special. It's just fat under the skin and that's the way it's stored, period. Okay. It definitely is, is, is reducible. Okay. Sometimes you can't reduce it 100% depending again on your genetics and how your body wants to hold fat because we cannot be 0% body fat. That's not healthy, especially for women. When we start to decrease our body fat, uh, I think usually below, I want to say 14, if I remember correctly, when we go below 14, uh, a lot of times our menstrual cycles will stop. So it's too low body fat. Okay. We're supposed to have fat on us because, um, we are physiologically meant to bear children and we can't bear children without protective layers of fat. That's why it's so easy for us to gain weight because we were designed to, unfortunately. Um, so cellulite is reducible, okay? It's not permanent, you can get rid of it. And if it really bothers you, you have to just stick in and hang on longer. Hang on in your weight loss journey longer and your body will lose it when it's ready to lose it um, in whatever order it's going to lose it in, okay? So you can't spot treat cellulite, but you can reduce it over time. Okay, is this making sense for cellulite? Cool, did anybody think it was permanent? Did anybody, was anybody told that you can't get rid of it before? It's a very common, yeah, very common myth. Yes, there are some, like sometimes you just can't get rid of uh, the little bit on the back of your thigh, but again, if you build muscle, you fill out the area, and if you burn fat, that thin layer, that layer of fat gets really, really thin and it's hard to dimple. So very fixable, okay? Uh, what's really cool about uh, the human body is just because you were born with it doesn't mean you can't shape it and turn it into something you want, okay? The body is so adaptable. You can shape it however you want. Just because you don't have a small waist doesn't mean you can't look like you have a small waist. Just because you were born with a pancake butt doesn't mean you got to live with a pancake butt for the rest of your life. Everything can be shaped. You just, again, have to put in the time, okay? So that's kind of myth number two on a break about cellulite. Now, um, Next thing I want to talk about is we talked about cellulite being fat. What is fat? What is fat? We say it all the time. We call ourselves it. But what is it? How can we call ourselves fat if we don't know what fat is? 
How can we say we want to lose fat if we don't know what fat is? What do we think fat is? This is a good question, eh? Everybody's like, what? So what is fat? Let's see. Marta, what do you think fat is? I honestly don't even know. I'm like thinking like excess something like I haven't, I've okay. never. That's a good word. You're on the right track. You're on the right track. Let's see. We'll go Karen. Karen Forrester. What do you think fat is? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing myself. <laughs> Something I can't stand. <laughs> okay. All right. Got it. So you guys kind of got half of it right. So excess. Okay. So excess is the right word, but excess what? Excess what? Let me read the comments. So you're on the right track. Okay, so this is it, guys. All fat is, all fat is, is excess stored energy. It's just stored energy. Because what happened was you ate more energy than your body needed, so it stores it. Period. Super simple. You don't gain more weight because of your age. You don't go and gain more weight because you had a kid. You don't gain more weight because of you got busy or your metabolism slow. You gained weight because you ate more energy than you used, period. So it only makes sense. How do you lose weight? You do the opposite, okay? So fat, all fat is saying, when, they're, when, I, when, when you look at someone and they have a little bit of excess fat or you look at your body and you have excess fat, it means that you've been eating too much energy. You've been eating too many calories and you're not using the energy in the day. So that means you have to reduce the energy, which means reduce the calories and increase your energy expenditure. So you can start to see some weight loss. Super simple, right? Super simple. Seema says, I feel I don't have energy with all of this energy. <laughs> That's funny. So Seema says, even though she has all this excess energy stored, it doesn't feel so energetic to have it. And that's, the, that's unfortunate, right? Um, you're not using that energy, okay? So someone like The Rock, we all know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I don't know how many calories this, this guy eats a day. I think it's close, it's gotta be close to 10,000 calories a day, okay? But guess what? He uses up 10,000 calories worth of energy in a day. 10,000 calories. That's literally like over, oh my goodness, that's like 12 hours of activity. He literally uses that much energy every day. Okay? Because he has the muscle on him to do so. But you can't get away. I can't get away with 10,000 calories a day. If I had that much calories in a day, I would put on weight drastically and rapidly because I'm not using the energy I'm fueling into my body. That's why when you hear food is fuel, like we hear that all the time, food is fuel. It's literally gas for our body, period. That's the only thing it's meant for. Good thing is we get to enjoy it and enjoy flavors, but that kind of has backfired on us because we're not using food the way it was meant to be used. It's just meant to fuel our tank. That's it. And if we do it properly and we become intuitive with it, we know exactly the right amount without going over and without going under. And that's what eventually you will be getting to, right? Because weight loss is one phase, but you need to make it to weight management phase, which nobody has made it on this call to. On this call, if you've made it here, you have never been in a weight management phase. You've always been back and forth between weight loss, losing weight, gaining it, losing weight, 
staggering, gaining it, whatever. You've never made it to a weight loss phase for a long period of time, okay? So that's super important to know the difference there. Food is fuel, food is energy, food is calories, okay? If you're not using these calories in a day, you will gain weight, period. So if you can grab areas on your body, if you can pinch fat on your body, okay, that subcutaneous fat, it's called the stuff that's pinchable. That just means you've had more energy than you're using. And now that you're doing our workouts, you're using more energy, and now that you're following our meal plan, you're decreasing um, your energy in, so now you're burning more. And it's that simple, guys. There's no secret or trick. There's no food or workout that's better than the other, okay? It's just, again, prolonged sticking to a plan so you can get to where you want instead of always reaching your sticking point and falling back, and then making sure that your energy levels are balanced. Your food levels are balanced. And it takes a lot of skill and a lot of practice uh, to be able to know without measuring and without being on a diet or a program, uh, it takes a lot of skill to know what your um, even number is without gaining or without losing. Okay, and that takes a while. And that's the next step after our academy. So phase one is a 21-day challenge. Okay, phase two is the academy. Phase three is when we really start to, hey, how can we do this without being a slave to food our, our whole life, without thinking about food all the time, okay? Um, yeah, and Alina says she never ate this much before in a day. And that's, that's very normal, right? I mean, uh, we are here because our metabolisms have slowed down. Our metabolisms have slowed down because we put fat on, right? Because we ate excess energy. And because we haven't been working out re um, religiously, we've lost muscle mass. When we lose muscle mass, your metabolism slows down. Those two are directly correlated. And when our metabolism slows down, when we eat food, it just sits in our stomach and it doesn't digest very fast. Our goal is to speed up your metabolism by number one, force feeding all the food so you can start to burn faster. And then number two, adding workouts in to speed up your metabolism, okay? Now, um, next word. What does plateauing mean? What does it mean when you plateau? We use this word all the time. We throw it around. Um, and it's a problem, and I think we've all had it at one point. It's a standstill. Yeah, love it. Let's see. Let's go to Casey. Casey, what do you think? You look so comfy there. <laughs> oh, I'm very comfy. <laughs> um, it basically, like, you just, you kind of, like, there's no going down, I guess, like, you're just kind of, you're stuck where you are, and you're not, you're not, like, you're not gaining weight, but you're also, like, not losing it or telling Beautiful, yeah. Casey, hit, hit the nail on the head there. So, basically, plateau is when you're, you stuck. It's a standstill. Nothing changes, okay? And here's the thing. Plateaus happen, okay? They will happen to you. Just a matter of time when, okay? But here's the thing. Plateaus are a good thing. Plateaus, it's just another uh, form of data, right? You measure your progress in the workout. You measure your progress on the scale. You fit back into old clothes. It's more data, okay? A plateau is data telling you that you're doing something uh, wrong, or that something needs to change, okay? That's all a plateau is. A plateau is not an excuse to say it's not working and give up. Because who has done that? Who has lost motivation in the past because they plateaued or stopped seeing results or results slowed down. Okay, a plateau is a given. It's going to happen. Okay, 
if, if weight loss and health was just a straight shoot, it would be so easy, but it's not. So plateaus are a given. Okay. Plateaus are going to happen. Okay. You need to prepare for what, for when those happen. Okay. Um, like I said, you need tools in your toolbox for motivation, your pictures, your weigh-in, your inches, your clothes, compliments, workout progress, all these tools so that when, you know, all, when nine of your 10 tools show that you've, you've plateaued, that one where you've progressed is going to push you through that plateau because most of the plateau, most of the plateau is in your head. The plateau is a mental plateau more than anything else, okay? What a plateau is telling you is that your bad habits, physically and mentally, your mental habits as well, are bringing you to this crossroads where you're stuck. And you have two options. You can keep going even though you don't really see an end, even though you don't really see the road ahead, or you can give up and go back down the path that you just came from. That's all a plateau is saying. That's all it's showing you. It's just a test, just like failures are. It's just a test. But most of the time when we plateau, we freak the fuck out. We freak out. Like, oh my God, it's not working anymore. And we've come up with really weird excuses. Super weird excuses. Like who's come up with like really weird excuses? Like you're embarrassed to say them out loud. You're like, did I really, did I really say that? So plateaus are normal, okay? Plateaus just means you're standing still, something needs to adjust. Most of the time, ladies, this is so simple. Most of the time, when the scale does not move, it means you are eating too much energy, period. Period. 99.99999% of the time. It's not because you're period, okay? It's not because you're stressed. It's not because you're bloated or you just ate, it's because you ate too much energy and that balance from weight loss is off. You've went from weight loss to weight maintenance. Very fine line, very fine line. That's why it's so important to have a coach, okay? Because on your own, if you plateau, you're not gonna look for a solution, you're gonna look for something else to try. Instead of sticking through your plateau and finding a little treasure, Okay, that number one, you make it through an excuse. Number two, you learn something. And number three, you're stronger because of it. And you figured out what that plateau was and what triggered you in the first place. Okay? So if you are listening to this and you feel like you have plateaued or you know that you're notorious for giving up when you plateau, okay, now you know that it's normal and now you know it's not an excuse to give up. Okay? It just means you need to adjust what you're doing. Take an objective look at how you ate over the past week and say, did I skip meals? Did I overeat? Did I measure exactly? Did I portion properly? Did I have a bite here, a bite there? Weight loss is just math, period. Yes, sometimes we have hormonal issues. Sometimes there are medical issues. Sometimes um, our period could make us more bloated and it could show up on the scale, but, 99.99% of the time. If you are stalling more than two weeks in a row, that means your food is off and you need to be a little bit more active. That's it. So a plateau, guys, very normal, and you're gonna use that word, but what are you gonna do when it comes? So then when you face your next plateau, could be this Sunday, could be three months from now, when you face your plateau, what are you gonna do? Now that you know this. Are you going to give up? 
and say, oh, this didn't work. Now I have to go try something else because guess what? You'll plateau in everything. It's not the program. It's your bad habits. It's your toxic thought patterns that have got you here. Some of them you're aware of, some of them you are not aware of yet. And that's what we're here for. The coaches are here to help you with your internal shift, okay? We've given you the tools to shift externally, but these coaching calls are here to help you shift internally, okay? Now, um, after that, I wanna go into bloating, okay? So we talked about plateauing and bloating not be a factor. What is bloating? Who knows what bloating is? Who's been bloated? Everybody's pretty much been bloated. Okay, so uh, who suffers from bloating issues or has before they started this program? Okay, um, keep your hand up if they're not from your period. So we all get bloated during our periods, but if it's not from your period, who, who's up? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, bloating is a normal part of life. If you guys checked my Instagram story yesterday, it might still be up there. I posted a picture of me bloated. It looked like I was, I don't know, two, three months pregnant. It happens, okay? Um, why does it happen? Basically, when it comes down to it, it's food. You ate too much of the bad food or too much of food that you're intolerant to, okay? So easiest way to avoid bloating is avoid bad foods, unhealthy foods, okay? High in sugar, high in salt, um, high in processed chemicals and additives and all of that. So prepackaged foods, fast food, um, ice cream, junk food, that all triggers inflammation in your body. At a cellular level, you are chronically inflamed and your stress hormone cortisol goes up. And if cortisol never comes down, guess what? Your body goes into survival mode and it holds on to everything it eats. And that's how we get a big, big belly when our stress levels are elevated. Okay? So number one way to avoid bloating is just stick, stay away from bad food. Very easy, but here's the thing. Um, if you're staying away from bad food and you're still bloated, then what do you do? Okay? So here's the thing. Um, Sometimes, especially with our just our North American diet, um, we have bad gut health. We have bad, bad gut health, okay? Um, me, personally, I bloat with broccoli. Broccoli makes me bloat, okay? So even something seeming, seemingly healthy still makes me bloated. So I avoid the bad food to avoid bloating from that. But now you guys are in a phase where you have to experiment and pay attention to how your body feels with what's causing you to bloat and not bloat, okay? Am I insensitive to this? Does this make my stomach feel full? Does it give me cramps? Does it make me gassy? Does it make me burp? Does it make me constipated? Does it give me diarrhea? Listen to how your body responds to food. Just because it's healthy food doesn't mean it's healthy for you all the time. Because over the years of poor food choices or just high sugar diets, which we've all had points in our life where we were eating too much sugar, um, we've damaged our gut. And because of that, we've developed intolerances to healthy foods, okay? Um, by eating a diet clean of junk food and sugar, we're slowly healing our gut. But to fully heal it, you have to avoid the junk food with the foods you're intolerant to, okay? So common intolerances are gluten, uh, eggs, um, dairy, onions sometimes, just common, common things you wouldn't think of. So experiment. 
okay? When you eat rice, pay attention. Do you feel, um, does rice feel heavier in your stomach than quinoa? Like pay attention, notice how you feel, okay? Uh, because bloating is a real thing. Um, and when you are bloated, it is your body's way of rejecting something. It's saying something is off. So you can't just ignore it and, and wait for it to go away. It means there's a problem that needs to be addressed. Okay, so when you feel bloated, ask yourself what you ate. And then experiment and try to remove that from your diet. Okay? Um, but super, super important, guys. We've all been bloated. So uncomfortable. Um, it's not fun, okay? Um, especially if you're wearing a cute outfit and you eat something you don't like by accident and then you don't look so nice in the outfit anymore. Like, it, it comes everywhere, okay? All you got to do is keep on a healthy diet, reduce your sugar intake, which we're doing. Uh, and if you really, really want to take your gut health serious, okay, get a nice uh, high-quality pre- and probiotic, okay? That's... Um, your probiotics are like healthy bacteria that we put back into our gut to get rid of the bad bacteria so we can start digesting our food properly. And then prebiotics is the food that feeds the good bacteria, okay? So just a little thought there um, if you do suffer from bloating, okay? And everybody says, beat the bloat, beat the bloat. You know, that's like a buzzword you guys always see, a buzz phrase. Um, and just know you guys are beating the bloat. Okay, there's no magical pill, there's no magical supplement, there's no magical workout that is going to get rid of bloating. Okay, so pre and probiotic are really good for you, uh, as well as anything fermented. Any food you can find fermented um, has those healthy gut bacteria in it, like kimchi, sauerkraut, and pickles. Those are really good for your gut too, okay? Uh, next word, skinny. Skinny. What do you guys think of when you hear the word skinny? Who wants to be skinny? Who wants to be skinny? Good, I like it. Not too many people put up their hand. So what does skinny mean? What do you think of when you think of the word skinny? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What does it look like? Skinny. Donna, yes, you can eat pickles. Uh, so basically, guys, skinny is just... Another word for small. When people say skinny, they just mean small, okay? When you see programs that say skinny, skinny tea, skinny workout program, it just means small. And here's the thing. I don't think you guys want to be small. It's not about being skinny. It's about being fit and lean and athletic looking. We wanna look athletic. We don't wanna be skinny and look sick. We don't want to be skinny and lanky because a skinny body is an unhealthy body. A fit, toned, lean body is a healthy body. Okay? So if somebody says, I want to be skinny, or if you think, think to yourself, I wish I was skinny, or you look at other women's pictures and say, oh, I wish I was that skinny, okay? I would urge you to change that word. Start using another word. For too long, women have saying, been saying, I want to be skinny. But skinny holds no value. Skinny is not quantifiable. It's just a size. You can be small and be flabby. You can be small and still have too much fat on you, right? So instead of saying, I want to be skinny, say, I want to be fit. I want to be toned. I want to be athletic. I want to be lean. These are different, healthier words to use. Okay, because um, you might look at one girl and she, you might look at like, so look at two ladies beside each other. One looks skinny, one looks fit. 
Nine times out of 10, everybody wants to emulate the fit woman. We don't want to emulate the skinny woman, right? Because it's healthy to have some muscle on us. Why? Because muscle gives us a nice shape. Muscle gives us the hourglass shape we want. But if you're skinny, you don't have a shape. We want shape. So instead of saying skinny, say athletic. Because athletic implies some muscle mass and muscle mass equals shape. Nice toned arms with a cap, nice line down our thighs, okay? Nice lines down our tummy. That's the athletic look we want, okay? Now, I want to go into, this is one of my favorite, guys. Detox or a cleanse? When I say detox or detoxify, what do you think's happening? When you guys go on a cleanse, what do you think is happening? Who's detox? Who's tried like a detox tea or detox program or a cleanse? Anybody done a cleanse, whether it's a food cleanse, a juice cleanse, a pill cleanse? A couple people. Who's been enticed by it? Who's like, hmm, I'm curious about it. It, it, it. it sounds pretty cool. So lots of people get intrigued by it. So detoxes and cleanses. These are hot buzzwords. They are used all the freaking time, okay? Now, when they market with these words, okay, what a lot of clients that I've spoken to and what you guys think is you think it's magically detoxifying your body. You think by doing this cleanse or this detox that you are getting toxins out of your body, okay, by doing this specific thing, okay? But here's the thing. We all have a liver and it's all working properly. So our bodies are always detoxifying, period. Always detoxifying. Our liver does it when we eat anything, when we drink alcohol, our liver, our, liver, our liver is great at processing it and detoxifying because alcohol is poison to the body. Um, so our liver does natural detoxifying for us. So what the heck are these detoxes and cleanses doing? Okay, first of all, not much. Okay, they're just buzzwords to get you excited about it. Okay, um, yeah. Nancy says dehydrating you, definitely. Okay, so they're not always the healthiest option. Uh, a lot of people notice drastic weight loss, drastic weight loss on cleanses and detoxes because it's usually limiting your food. So you're burning, uh, you're burning too many calories and you're um, losing a lot of water weight, like Nancy said, so dehydration. Um, so they're not super healthy, um, but here's the thing. I incorporate cleanses and detoxing and fasting into my routine. Okay, for not because I think I'm detoxing my body. Okay, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to give my digestive system a break. Because our digestive system works 24 seven. Our stomach, our intestines, all of it is working 24 seven. And who has heard this before? Your stomach is your second brain. Who's heard that? Your stomach is your second brain. It is almost, if not, more powerful than your actual brain. Your stomach is responsible for sending signals for so many different chemical reactions, so much. That's why food is the most underused anxiety medication and exercise is the most underused depression medicine. Because when our stomach is healthy, our mind is healthy and vice versa. So what I, 
Um, the reason I incorporate detoxes and cleanses is not because I think I'm going to detox my body and get all my toxins out and feel great. It's because I want to give my, dig my digestive system a break. It works all the time. When was the last time you were hungry and let yourself be hungry? Can anybody say that? The last time they were hungry, they let themselves be hungry? I did that. Yeah, so a couple people. So a lot of the times when we're hungry, it's a signal to eat. And that's our body's way of saying it's time for food. Absolutely listen to it. Okay, but here's the thing. We're so afraid of starving ourselves. I'm hungry, I'm hungry. If you give yourself a break, your digestive system gets a break. Your stomach gets a break. And that brain gets to be, work properly. Okay, that brain doesn't use all of its energy to just digest food. It can use it for other things. Okay? So when I do these detoxes and I do these cleanses, I do them with that in mind, giving my digestive system a break, keeping my stomach empty, keeping my stomach empty, even if it's growling, and emptying out my intestines. So I don't have waste and food sitting in me every day forever. I give it a break, okay? And after I detox or fast or cleanse, I feel better mentally. I'm more energized, my skin is more clear, I have more energy, um, I'm sleeping better, way better, okay? And this is why I incorporate it, okay? But do not get fooled when you see detox or cleanse or skinny teas or anything like that. Don't get fooled by that. And do not jump on a detox or jump on a cleanse because you want to lose weight. That is not what they're good at. That's what they advertise themselves as. And if that's true, that's the cleanse and the detox that you should stay away from. Okay? That's just my personal experience with it. Okay? And I find a lot of people try to fast um, and try to detox to make up for a bad food decision. But that doesn't work that way. You just end up binging when you get off your detox. Okay? So there's a little bit of light about detoxes. Uh, last but not least, one more thing I want to mention, um, superfoods, superfoods. Who's heard of superfoods before? We've all heard of superfoods, avocados, acai, whatever, kale is a superfood. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think about superfood? What do you think they are? What do, you think, what do you think makes them super? What do you think makes them super? Take a second. What do you think makes superfood super? Let's see, I'll go to Crystal. Crystal, what do you think makes super boo, super booed, super food, super? Go ahead. Um, honestly, I have no idea. Um, what I've heard is, I think, something to do with antioxidants and stuff, but I really have no idea. Okay, love it. Um, let's try, let's do Althea. Althea, what do you think superfoods do? What makes them super? I mean, probably just high levels of nutrients. Cool. Yeah. Love it. So you guys are on the right track. Um, <laughs> kind of on the right track. Basically, uh, nothing makes superfood super, guys. It's nothing special. It's a buzzword to make you buy something new. It's a buzzword to get your attention to try something new. Superfoods, all they're claiming is that it's higher in nutrients higher in vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and fiber. Um, and guess what? All healthy food contains those things. So by association, all healthy food is superfood. 
So do not get tricked when you see the word superfood into thinking that food is better for you than another, okay? An acai berry is not better, than, better for you than a strawberry. One was just branded a superfood and made you think it was more powerful and made you lose weight more and gave you more nutrients. That's not true. All fruits and vegetables, all complex carbs like quinoa and lentils and stuff like that, they all have essential vitamins and nutrients that we need, okay? Not just to function properly, but to actually feel good, okay? To give us nice skin, nice hair, okay? Uh, but there's no such thing as a superfood. All healthy food is a superfood because they all contain nutrients, all different levels of different nutrients, but one is not better than the other, okay? You guys have heard about moderation and balance, okay? You need a balance of all types of food. You can't just have acai berries. You're not gonna get all, you're not gonna get a full nutrient profile. That's not how it works, okay? So don't be fooled by this really cool, um, deceiving way of advertising, okay? These are just some, words and some phrases that get thrown out a lot that we hear so much that we think are true and that we start to adapt and believe okay so just be really smart to what you're being advertised guys to what you're reading to what you're looking at okay uh the fitness and health industry has gotten really good at tricking you guys into thinking this is the key this is what you need this is what you need but at the end of the day you just need to follow through you just need to strengthen your follow through method. You need to stop going from level to level, only making it to level one in a hundred different things and make it to level 100 in one thing. We stop too early. We stop and we hit a plateau. We think, we're, uh, we, think we are cursed with bloating. We think we wanna get toned, but don't know how to get there. So there's all these different misconceptions we've been told, guys. And it's really important that we have open discussions like this where we can kind of break those myths and shift your mindset. So you are more informed, you are protected, you are safe, and you are smarter. And you are ready to go and continue on your journey better off, okay? Not in the dark, not being fooled by cool, creative advertising, okay? But actually knowing what needs to get done and making informed decisions, because that's so important. Like how many people have tried a program and it didn't do what it said it was gonna do? whether it was a program, whether it was a pill, whether it was a, a workout, like they all have these false promises because they advertise it with such uh, crazy claims and we don't even know what those claims truly, truly mean. So then when we try it and we don't see the results we wanted, we think it didn't work. When really the claim just didn't even make any sense in the first place, okay? Is this making sense to anybody? Does anybody have any, have any revelations? Okay, comment in the comment section. I wanna read what you guys are taking away from this. So take a second, write what you're taking away, write if you've learned anything. We've talked about toning, we've talked about plateaus, we've talked about cellulite, about bloating, about what fat is, what skinny means, okay? The superfood myth. What are you taking away from this? Let's see some comments. What, what one kind of hit you the most, or what one didn't you know about, okay? Let's see some comments. Superfoods aren't super, yep. Nat learned about cellulite. Teji, I need to lose weight to tone. I love it. That's a really big one. So, so big because the only, only way you look toned is if you, if you get rid of the fat that's stopping your muscle from showing through, right? Susan learned about cellulite and bloating. Casey learned that fat is just stored energy and it's simple, simple to lose. Just stop consuming so much energy, guys. Weight loss is simple. It's not complicated. 
it's not easy. It's hard to do. That's why you need a support group. But it's very simple on how to do it. Anybody telling you it's complicated, anybody saying you need this specific way, you need this specific way, this is the only way to do it, doesn't know how to do it properly. Okay? Um, going lower than what I thought was my ideal weight loss. Awesome. Sika, that's a really good one. Angela, scale doesn't move. It means you're eating too much energy. Yes, Angela, absolutely. That's a big one because, um, and I'll, I'll go off of that, because we live in a world where we focus on our feelings too much. But if we focus on our feelings, we can't make objective decisions. And we cannot objectively choose what the right decision is or decipher what the problem is. So a lot of times when we jump on the scale and it doesn't move, we say, oh, but I've lost inches. No. Yeah, if the scale doesn't move early in, your, early in your weight loss phase, it means you consumed too much energy. You didn't lose inches, okay? It's just you trying to convince yourself into feeling better as to why the weight didn't move. But if you just come to terms with and accept that it was too, you consumed too much energy, it's a very easy solution to the problem of plateauing, okay? Priscilla says she didn't know skinny was a bad thing. There you go, love it. Seema, cellulite is just fat, and there's so many products on the market targeting fat. Thank you, Seema, that's a good point. How many people have seen creams for cellulite, wraps for cellulite, bands for cellulite, um, lasers for cellulite? What? How? Can you laser my tummy and get rid of my tummy? No. If cellulite's just fat, that would make sense. But you can't just laser fat and lose weight. It doesn't work that way. So you can't laser fat and lose cellulite. Your fat is still there. You're just rubbing your fat. The fat didn't go anywhere. You didn't burn the fat off. You're just playing with your cellulite. If you enjoy it, go ahead. But it's not doing anything, okay? Uh, age doesn't affect weight loss. Exactly, Susan. Age does not affect weight loss. The only reason it is harder for you to lose weight when you're older is because you have a decreased amount of muscle mass. So you've stopped working out for too long. That's why. But start working out again, your metabolism will speed up. Easy. Marta says there's coffee rub. Yeah, there's coffee rubs for cellulite. Oh my goodness, they're creative. They're creative. Karen said she almost tried it once. That's why I'm doing this call because you guys just don't know. They advertise them so well. They have before and afters. They have all this science dirt, like nonsense. They spit. They show you like science molecule, a little animation of molecules melting. Like they just trick you. They've gotten really good at it. So just always question what you're hearing. Uh, you mentioned pre and probiotics. Uh, when do you take them during the day? Uh, Alina, just go based on what the bottle says for what you choose, okay? Please, if you are interested in a pre and probiotic, do your research. Okay, it's a waste if you buy a low quality one. You have to make sure that when you take the pill, um, the bacteria can survive until they make it to your intestine. A lot of times they just kind of um, die in your stomach, on the stomach acid. So make sure you get a high quality one. Um, I think like 30 billion, no, yeah, 30 billion is a good start. Something like that. Um, neither does pregnancies, yes. So pregnancy, again, it doesn't make you gain weight. You just ate too much, okay? It doesn't make you harder to lose weight. You were just inactive during your pregnancy, so you lost some muscle mass, so your metabolism is slower. That's it. Very simple. Okay, don't think, what was me? Don't think I'm trapped. Don't think, oh my God, I used to be able to not eat for a week and lose 20 pounds. It's just muscle mass. It just comes back to muscle mass, okay? Um, 
Let's see. Devon says, I found a product called fermented organic gut superfoods. Look at the picture. What do you think? I can't see the picture. Devon, you can email me. Um, but most likely it is a probiotic. Most likely it's a probiotic. Um, but yeah, guys, does anybody have any questions about what we learned today? Does anybody have any other terms that they'd like to bust or they'd like to be explained? I'll give 20 seconds to see if anybody comments anything. But yeah, guys, like, I'm not here to um, trick you into anything. I'm not here, like, we're, Fit Queen is here to shift the industry, to change the industry. Mark our words, we're gonna be around for a while. So we're here to shift the industry. So we're not gonna try and uh, trick you like you've been tricked, okay? What do I think of Metamucil? Uh, Metamucil is good, okay? There's an ingredient in Metamucil called psyllium husk. You can buy psyllium husk separate. I like to go with that route just because it's more natural. Uh, and psyllium husk will do the same thing as Metamucil, okay? Psyllium is spelled with a P. Fiber supplements. Um, ideally, guys, you shouldn't need fiber supplements. Like, you just shouldn't, okay? If you're eating whole foods, whole grains, whole vegetables, and whole fruits, they have fiber in them. Like, the seeds in a strawberry are fiber. Apple skin is fiber. Um, potato skin has fiber. So if you're eating whole foods, you shouldn't need a fiber supplement, okay? That being said, if you find yourself constipated, something is going wrong with your digestive system. And most likely, it's your gut, okay? So increased... Uh, increasing amount of water you're drinking is important for constipation, uh, and then a pre and probiotic are important for constipation because it usually means your gut health is off. Okay. Um, Devon says she was constipated for ten days since the diet. So then you have the other side. So before you may have been might have been reg really regular, now you're not. You're just simply number one, your body's getting used to processing such complex food. Like it's just not easy to digest now. It takes a lot more energy to digest. Um, that's why you're fuller for longer. Um, but also, you're not producing as much waste because your body is using more of the food you're eating. Whereas before, if you ate a Big Mac, there's not much nutrients to take from it. So it kind of excretes all of it, right? Uh, I had issues for the first three weeks, but after everything is okay. Exactly. So like Lisa's saying, it evens out, okay? Again, this is new. Your body is in shock. Your body is used to decades of abuse, whether or not it was horrible or just slightly bad. You've done some abuse, okay? So it takes a while to heal, it takes a while to reverse the damage, and it takes a while to realize um, what needs to be done. That's why it's important to listen to your body, 